Welcome to Fire and Water. I'm Quanita Robertson, and I'm here with Tennyson Wolf. Hi, Quanita. Fire and Water, where we are cultivating wise leaders one show at a time. Tennyson and I are here today, and we're going to talk a little bit about what we're learning in Fire and Water and what's needed these days, Tennyson, and how we think um, some of the experience that we just had coming off of a Fire and Water retreat um, helps to feed that or tend to that. Yeah, hi. We are, in context, we are just out of a five-day retreat online with on-screen times and off-screen times and a group of 18 of us, really, that, that journeyed together. This once upon a time was going to be a face-to-face -face retreat and in COVID ways changed eventually to be this. The short of it was... Uh, to me was fantastic gathering, mm -hmm. fantastic addition to our community. And, uh, and I think the point today that I'm drawn to is we're letting ourselves reflect just a little bit about some of it is what is happening or what has happened, what is happening. And some of it is like why this matters. Yeah. Yeah. We've been in this journey for over a year now with the folks that we're with. And, you know, when we started Fire and Water over a year ago, some of what we are, what I felt called to um, was <clears throat> this whole idea that we don't have a lack of leaders, we have a lack of wise leaders. And so this question of how do you help support wise leadership? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I even like that we've been talking lately in terms of wise and soulful leadership. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that mean? And um, how do we do that? Mm -hmm. And one of the um, things that I've been experiencing with this group is I've been seeing them start to shift. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, people who've come in, I think they all came in with some leadership qualities yeah, already, totally. yeah. you know, um, but I've just seen them go deeper and deeper and deeper and, and build their own capacity for not only being able to consider themselves, mm -hmm. but in that consideration of self, being able to consider others in mm -hmm. a different, um, more soulful way. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is just some noticing right now. So if you start with the position that we need wise leaders, we need more soulful leaders. Uh, it's something you've said often, it's not more information we need, it's more wisdom we need, that kind of thing. Then I think what where we are is reflecting on some of the choices we've made mm -hmm. within the program and journey that is fire and water and the cohort group that we have. And to me, there's a little reflecting now to say, yeah. this seems to be really helping. It's not an evaluation, it's not a program evaluation, but it's just reflection of mm -hmm. some things that I think are mostly contributing to these very qualities of soulful and wise. So if I were playing into that, um, the fact that we, one thing would be the fact that we committed to a 16 month journey, mm -hmm. which is, that's sort of the participant length of time, but it's really longer than that. For you and I, there's a, six month on ramp and, yeah. and with the participants too, you know, because of interviews and applications and things like that. So it feels like there's an on ramp and then there's an off ramp. The program formally is 16 months, but it feels like it's somewhere between 16 and 24 months, let's yeah. say. Right. 
Um, I think that's valuable in that we need enough time to really cook each other. Yeah. And be cooked, cooked by the process. It's different than even a one-time five-day gathering. Mm -hmm. It's different than even a series of of monthly meetings, which we've incorporated into our, or we've built in as a minimal structure. Uh, we've got some minimal structures, but there, I think there's just some things that require time. And whenever we start talking about soulful, wise leaders, yeah, we, we, need, we need some cooking time. We need ample yes. cooking time. Yes, not only for ourselves, but for the relationships that we're in. Mm -hmm. You know, so much of this program is about having other people to go it with. Yeah. And so, you know, building relationships. Yeah, and learning to be able to do that. Like yes. what Carrie, one of the things that I hope that carries is you know, people remember the experience of going together. Yeah. So that when they're in their varied respective environments, they just have a little more instinct, skill, memory yeah. Yeah. to cultivate the going together part. Yeah, I remember after the first retreat we had, mm -hmm. one of the things is people kind of went back home and went to themselves. <laughs> And oh, just kind of like leaned in and, you know, it was like, and some of them were struggling a bit and, but we're so used to struggling by ourselves uh -huh. that we don't think yeah. of reaching out. And now I just see them as much more capable and even doing that, like yeah. reaching out to each other yeah. and leaning into each other, especially when they feel some struggle. Yeah. Str struggle together. Right. And mm -hmm. I would say I can feel it in this group uh, because they're cooked or yes. we're all cooked a little bit more. And then there's a fly together also. Oh, yeah. Like I yeah. feel like some of that is going on in a way that was very different or not possible, you know, 14 months ago. Or yes. That kind of thing. Yes. And I think it's, I think in some ways it surprised them. Like, you know, I think we say things and we hope that it's there. And, but when we, and I've seen them do this, step into themselves in ways that they didn't yeah. know were possible. Mm-hmm. You know, when we have one of our participants saying, you know, I am the revolution mm -hmm. and really owning that, mm -hmm. that to me is such a shift, you know, and kind of, I think how we tend to hold mm -hmm. um, the mm -hmm. revolution as, you know, um, as a culture, even not alone, not only as individuals. Yeah. Especially in the tone that the person you're talking about who said that yes. spoke it. You know, mm -hmm. that is, to me, that is not some, oh, no. you know, <laughs> I've had a few beers bravado. It, yeah. It's like it comes from such a deep place. And yes. it comes from a place that when that is spoken yes. in the company of this cohort doing their stuff together, yeah. it's, well, on screen anyway, it's just like lots of heads nodding, you yeah. know, big head nods. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I also, um, one of the things that I've appreciated and being able to witness, mm -hmm. um, is the group coming more and more into loving themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that we have no idea, mm -hmm. uh, how important we are. And, you know, we talk a lot about the inner, um, reflecting the outer mm -hmm. and the outer reflecting the inner. Well, as I've seen them step into loving themselves more, mm -hmm. seeing then how they tend to hold other people. Like when we can give ourselves some grace and compassion, mm -hmm. then we have that to give to other people. Mm -hmm. But because we can't give what we don't have, mm -hmm. we don't even know. You know, I don't think they knew that they had more capacity in them for this mm -hmm. um, when they first started. 
Yeah, I, I think one of the noticings for me that's related to that, that comes from a few conversations in the recent retreat that we had, so it's you know super fresh. I am drawn to the notion of harvest, like what is the harvest? And uh, sometimes that very question points to more like reports and yeah. projects and things, which we have encouraged also within our cohort. But I think where, where we've all grown uh, a bit is into the notion that the harvest is actually the people themselves. Yes. Like the changed beings that they slash we are. Yeah. And uh, that's so not like a, you know, a cute little page ripped out of a book. Yeah. It, it feels like there's a foundation level change that's happening. And, uh, but it's encapsulated in that little line, like, you are the harvest, you yeah. the person, you are the harvest, your being, your way of thinking, your way of feeling, your way of embodying, your way of having courage when others don't have courage. It, those all sound, start to sound a little too like jacked up motivational kinds of mm -hmm. things, but back to the, the change of your inner being that reflects in the outer world, that's, the, that is, that's a massive layer of harvest, right? Well, yes. And I also think when we talk about, you know, we didn't plan on this, but COVID happened, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, in the middle of when we were going to have our second retreat, right. you know, everything was being locked down. Yeah. And so all of us, not just the people in the program, mm -hmm. were thrown into this new experience. It's We're thrown into a surrender. Mm -hmm. And I think that the timing mm -hmm. of having this program and having each other mm -hmm. during this time of when so many were feeling so uncertain mm -hmm. that... Um, that it helped them to yeah. surrender in a way that we don't often do. Yeah. Um, and so that was exciting. I know it was scary, of course, because surrender usually is, mm -hmm. um, to, um, to surrender to what, what's in front of us and to trust that, okay, we're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, just stay with it, just stay in it. And we were talking about, you know, the going into the ordeal mm -hmm. and they were deep in the ordeal. Um, and feeling that struggle themselves and not always, one of them said, not always trusting that they could mm -hmm. do this and yeah. really appreciating having um, us trust that they could find their way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else, Quinita? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. What else feels like a, a, an important marker right now? For yeah. You? An important marker to me are the, is the three retreats. Mm -hmm that you know the three retreats were chosen in the 16 months mm -hmm. because um we were clear it wasn't just about um a training it was a journey yeah, yeah. and the three retreats for us was uh, part of the hero's journey and in and really acknowledging that when you go on a journey there is a departure mm -hmm. there is an ordeal and a journey mm -hmm. and then there is a return mm -hmm. and so um <clears throat> seeing that arc and um, starting to bear witness to our people come back with the return. It just was so, at this past retreat, beautiful to me. Yeah. To start to see some of their, you know, they're already starting their statements of, I used to be this, but now right. I'm this. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and in that reflection, we get to bear witness mm -hmm. to the change. You know, you're talking about it's not an evaluation, it's a harvest. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's the harvest. It's not, what did you do? It's what have you learned? 
yeah. that I think is really what beautiful. You, what have you learned? What have you become? What do you yes, feel like? Who you've are become? you now? Yeah. You know, and you, you and I even kind of talked a little bit about, we videoed some of the participants during their interviews. Uh -huh. And I think it's going to be fun to share some of that with them as they're preparing for their presentation of learning um, for the next retreat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't quite know how to say all of this, but I feel like there is a, a, a way that our people have tipped into well, it's all of that that you just spoke, actually. They become something that is rooted in who they have been. But there has been some letting go yeah. and some surrender. And you know, sometimes what marks the journey, when we kind of picked up the language of mm -hmm. it's journeys on journeys on journeys on journeys, <laughs> turtles on turtles on turtles on turtles. You know, We picked up some of that language. But one of the things that you get in some of the journeys is you get some scar tissue, too. Yeah. And I think, I think that... Um, we've been in it long enough to be in some of that scar tissue and not just avoid it or deny it or go around it. You know, that's not a wish of a pile of pain for people, no. but we gotta, we gotta be willing to lean into it together. And, yes. and you know what, sometimes it's going to leave a mark. Yeah. There's enough connection and enough, uh, I feel, uh, you know, celebration of that connection that that has enabled people to go into all of that. Yeah. And I think part of it is because we mm. have to meet ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, and meeting, you know, ourselves, meeting myself, I know, in the journey that I've been on, yeah. um, it's not always a fun thing to do, yeah, right, <laughs> you right. know, to face kind of what I've been holding as being true for myself. Mm -hmm about who I am or who I think I am and about what the choices that I've made that haven't always been loving for me, mm -hmm. you know, that's painful. There's lots of grief in that. Right. The other thing I think is that, and one of our participants spoke about this a bit about knowing that the growth requires responsibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that often means that we have to have conversations that we don't want to have or we have to make choices that we've been avoiding making. And those things are hard. They're not easy to do because they um, include a bunch of grief. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and grief isn't fun. It's, it can be painful. Yeah. Good. You got other bits you want to say on this? Or? I just think that I'm just, you know, I, I think I want to just add, um, because our, we're on this journey with 16 people yeah. and that they, um, I've been just so, um, I feel so blessed mm -hmm. to be able to bear witness to their courage. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot to surrender to a journey that when people tell you this is about growing yourself and about, mm -hmm. you know, a 16 month journey to come in. And by the way, at the beginning, because we hadn't done it before, you know, um, we want you to trust us in this, that they've leaped in, Yeah. you know, and that I just am so proud to know them mm -hmm. and the courage that um, the courage, not only the courage, but the listening to the calling. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember at the first retreat, some of them saying, like, 
I just know I'm supposed to do this right, right. now. Yeah. You know, I don't know why exactly, mm -hmm. or I know that I'm supposed to do this with you, mm -hmm. or I know whatever, but that they listen. Yeah. You know, I think of how many times we in this culture will hear our own intuition mm -hmm. and just dismiss it mm -hmm. and not follow it. Yeah, I, I definitely relate to the, all of that. We have a tremendous bunch of people. Um, I would say also, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of us and how we've held it mm -hmm. um, with just this broad contexting of, I think in these times we live in, you know, use yeah. that general statement, but heartfelt statement, these times that we live in require us to have some places where we can go to each other, where we can find ourselves, where we can be guided or have some elder influence, the initiatory path all of that matters immensely. And it's, it's almost like it's been voided out of so much of contemporary life. So I feel proud of offering a version of that and, and celebrate the place that our people are in and where we've been able to be with them. There's a line from um, Stephen Jenkinson's work around trouble and you know what you earn out of resolving a layer of trouble within yourself is you earn the right to more trouble. Yeah. And I feel like there's a way that uh, that feels super tangible and palpable mm -hmm. with these uh, people that we've been able to journey with. So to me, I suppose that's a little bit of, at this point in time, summary of like yeah. fire and water, what's happening, how's it going, how's the journey going. Uh, there's, there's just tremendous depth of journey going on that somehow swims into all of that. Yeah, I agree. Anything else to close us out? I don't think so. I think that's good for now. Thanks for listening. Appreciate the support and following. And, uh, and perhaps even following your own sense of calling that comes into uh, next versions of Fire and Water, next groups and cohorts. Mm -hmm. So if you want more information for Quinita and I, Quinita's website is nizuzu.com. Mine is tennisandwolf.com. Our fire and water program is at fireandwaterleadership.weebly.com and uh, just welcome engaging with you. Yeah, thank you.